morning, everyone. Welcome back to Good Morning Games. And today we are going to be talking about the big news that has overtaken the gaming industry of Microsoft purchasing Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. I mean, if they're willing to spend that much, like nothing, like what's crazy is that when they bought Bethesda, I mean, I can't, it was around $7 billion or something, and people were like, yeah. people were like $7 billion for Bethesda, like, whoa, and like, that's nothing compared to this, so, I mean, that just makes me think, uh, I mean, anything is fair game, because nothing's going to cost close to, I mean, I don't think anything that they would want to purchase is going to be close to $7 billion. I don't think, I mean. Yeah. Like they can buy so much stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I heard the 7 billion news, I was like, oh my God, like that's going to be the biggest gaming deal ever. And then this is like uh, 10 times that. <laughs> it's just like when I woke up and read the news, I, I, I was like, holy shit. Like I just sat there for a second, was like, oh my God. Like, and just processed, like, okay, Microsoft owns Call of Duty and World of Warcraft and blah 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 and like just going down the list and i was like oh my god like microsoft owns everything now <laughs> like it's a really yeah, it's pretty wild really nuts deal that they uh are working on right now um so just yeah like, i mean oh go ahead i was just gonna say yeah that where do you even want to start with this because there's so many different you know avenues to go down <laughs> yeah uh the first thing is uh bobby kotick is going to remain as ceo of activision blizzard and will report to phil spencer he's the guy that everybody wants out of activision uh because of the toxic uh culture within activision blizzard but um all the reports are saying that as soon as the deal goes through he's going to leave like maybe a month or two or six months later like he's not going to stay on board but just for now this is what's happening um and uh, yeah that's probably part of the deal like they probably are saying you know like they're gonna pay him off when it's done yeah you know here's here's 500 million dollars never talk never <laughs> yeah. come back yeah he gets his golden parachute and gets yeah. out without having to really accept responsibility for anything and just <laughs> like all right here's, yeah. i'll take my suitcase full of cash and i'll uh, see you guys later you guys have fun cleaning up my mess and that kind of sucks but whatever at least he'll be gone and Hopefully the uh, the work environment can improve at Activision Blizzard. Um, yeah, but uh, from from what I've heard on other podcasts and what I read, it seems like Activision probably approached Microsoft about this whole whole deal. Um, and I'm sure this is just a, a product of all the lawsuits and things that are happening at that company. They were probably you know looking for a way <laughs> to. Uh, uh like clean up the company without having to do anything themselves it seemed like <laughs> so they're like hey microsoft you want to buy a big giant mess that also is a cash cow and <laughs> you have 68 billion dollars do you want to do that um and it looks like that's that's just how this thing came together um if you look at activision blizzard before all of this it doesn't seem like they were in great shape because they were just it was just act. It was just a Call of Duty once a year. They would make a shitload of money from Call of Duty. They obviously get money from Warzone transactions too. Um, but other Activision games, like there was the Tony Hawk remake a couple years ago, and I couldn't even tell you another Activision game that came out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to Toys for Bob. They made the new Crash Bandicoot game. Yeah. Um, 
So that was so like three now years my, ago, two years ago. No, 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 no. They just came out with a new one like last year, I think. Oh, was it that um, recent? Uh, time is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was right after the Series X came out. Oh, um, it was like that. It was like that March. So this past March, maybe. Okay. Um. Cool. Um. But yeah, Toys for Bob. I'm sure they're gonna have that. I mean that. But I mean they're also now owning. You know, like, I be, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean they're gonna be owning like candy crush yeah like <laughs> they're gonna own candy crush <laughs> uh their yeah. developer king um they're gonna yeah. they're gonna own candy crush and i'm i guarantee you there's gonna be a console version of candy candy crush i don't know if there is there yeah. could very well be one on switch or something but uh they're gonna like start they're gonna do a free candy crush for xbox so that's gonna have microtransactions i think that oh is for sure definitely gonna be happening um and for probably pc like instead of space cadet pinball like we used to get it's gonna be candy crush on your pc when you open it yeah um um i i just wanted to i was looking for this fact while you were talking because i had seen it like online um so this is the third biggest acquisition in all of entertainment ever wow highest (laughs) the the Num- and they're all, it's pretty close to the next ones. The biggest one ever was AT&T buying Time Warner for $85 billion, And then second is Disney buying Fox for okay. 71.3. And this is right below that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's massive. Like, it's, like I said, like, it's literally like, oh, okay, the, everything's different now. <laughs> it's like now all of this stuff belongs to this other company and that's how it is now. It was, it just, it's a big, it's a big shift. Um, so yeah, as a, like, just going back to what I was saying earlier though, like what Activision was doing was it was making money, but it just seemed like the studio could be doing better, at least in a lot of people's opinion. And Blizzard also, their games have just been getting smacked with delays left and right. Um, I feel like Diablo four should be out by now. And I, it's still mm-hmm. like two years away. Like that game <laughs> has yeah. been. I think it was announced like three years ago, maybe, and still just nothing. Um, Overwatch 2 has been delayed constantly. Uh, I'm sure like we'll probably get an Xbox version of like World of Warcraft or whatever, probably a StarCraft game. Like, um, mm-hmm. So I think, I think these two companies coming under Microsoft is going to be really good. I think it's going to like, I think they're going to up their output of, of games pretty significantly is what I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I think that um you know, not only with mentioning like delays and stuff like that, but because their reputation had gone so far, you know, downhill, you know, it, that just affects everything. I mean, I'm sure that there are some companies that didn't necessarily want to work with them. It was starting to become like a weird thing whether or not they get promoted, like at, like I remember at the Game Awards, there was this thing of like, are you know, are they going to talk about Activision? Are they going to yeah. promote games from Activision? Like just that in general. And you know, I think that Microsoft's at least idea here is that they're going to be able to turn that reputation around by owning it, getting Bobby Kotick out, and then going in and kind of fixing, at least attempting to fix how the work environment is there. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they got to get that guy out, <laughs> and then they'll be like, okay, now what do we do? What do we tinker around with? <laughs> Um, yeah, I do think uh, I heard this on another podcast, but I do think Xbox wants to keep Bethesda like have it keep its name. They're not going to rebrand these studios as Microsoft Game Studios and just have one giant thing. I think they're going to have 
Bethesda and Activision and Blizzard all be all they're going to keep all of those labels and then Microsoft will just kind of be the umbrella over all of them uh mm-hmm. kind of like Disney and Marvel and Lucas and Box or whatever um yeah so that's kind of neat um but uh yeah and and that and I mean that kind of makes sense when when these are companies that have built up a reputation I mean that's the same as um you know the uh, there's there's other studios that like um like sony owns playstation owns and like nintendo owns who did nintendo just buy um next past was year it next level yeah like next level they're gonna keep the name next level because you know then when you like announce a game and you say it's being developed by next level yeah you know like you know what they've done things like that so when there's when there's already an established kind of name to the company which you know activision is in it very established name. right you know you're not gonna no point in taking that away i feel like. yeah they're not just gonna fold it all into microsoft game studios um but yeah um so some big questions that came out of this i think a lot of people at first were like is call of duty going to be an xbox exclusive game from here on out and uh definitely not definitely not this year uh i definitely think not next year either um so here's here's kind of the what happened. They bought it. Everyone was like, "What's happening with Call of Duty? Is this thing gonna just be on Game Pass now?" Um, PlayStation, Sony came out and said uh, that they have a five plus year deal in place with Activision for Call of Duty, and they said that Microsoft has to honor that that deal. They can't change it at all. <clears throat> Phil Spencer came out and said. Uh, he had good quote. He had good calls with uh, the leaders at Sony this week. They have a desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation, and uh, he has. He said, "I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard, and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation." To me, that sounds like we're going to honor that deal, and then it's like the second it's done, this thing's going on Game Pass, and it's going to be Xbox exclusive because. We just spent $70 billion on this. So why would we not make it exclusive to our platform? (laughs) Yeah, so I do think this is going to be... I think Call of Duty is going to stay multi-platform for probably four or five years. And then, I mean, who knows? They could change the deal. This is what he kind of has to say for right now, uh, just so there's no fires popping up during this massive acquisition. But... I think the end goal is to have Call of Duty be an Xbox exclusive and something that's available day one on Game Pass because that's Microsoft's whole deal is building Game Pass and uh, acquiring subscribers. So um, I don't think there's anything to worry for Call of Duty players on PlayStation in the short term, but long term, that thing is going to be Microsoft exclusive. Yeah, I mean... I think so too. I mean, I think that their goal here is to probably to make Game Pass such a deal that Sony and Nintendo want to add Game Pass to their, you know, they feel like they have to, otherwise they're missing out on these, um, you know, huge things. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I, you know, and this has kind of been talked about, I'm sure a lot, but the main thing that you know the finance people at at, at uh, Microsoft have to go over is, you know, obviously if it was an exclusive, even in a year and a half, if they make this exclusive, 
they're going to be losing money in the short term because that's such a big amount of money that comes in from would come in from Sony and coming from, you know, wherever Call of Duty is. But they have to, uh, you know, have done the numbers and figured out that, you know, in the long term, this is going to get more people to come to Game Pass because this many people play Call of Duty and they it's their favorite game and they only play it on, you know, PlayStation. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't it's a little different with something like call of duty because call of duty is so huge and it makes so much money that I, I could see why they may want to keep it multi-platform. But in general, if you're buying a company, it's to make it exclusive. I don't know why right. you wouldn't. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I, it's, I mean like call of duty is really the only one of these where I'm just like, I guess, but I, I still, I, I <laughs> just because it probably makes so much money, but, but, yeah, I, I, like I said, I think the goal is to get people to get other companies to want to add Game Pass. Um, and so that makes the most sense. That would help that the most. Yeah. And the only thing I mean, we could point to the Bethesda deal with Microsoft where everyone was like, oh, man, is Starfield going to be an Xbox exclusive? And then we found out pretty quickly that, yes, Starfield is going to be exclusive to Xbox. And um, obviously it's a little different because that's a. Uh, a new game and not something established and as huge as call of duty but yeah i think you're right eventually they microsoft wants game pass to be on switch and be on playstation and they're just gonna buy shit up until it's impossible for the other companies to say no we don't want that yeah (laughs) it's gonna be like there's so much on here there's this many subscribers uh we have to put this thing on our consoles because everybody uses it blah 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 um so, I mean, that's kind of like the wait and see uh, type of thing, because we're not going to have a short term answer for all of that. But I think in the long run, that's what we'll see is that all of this stuff, Diablo 4, that's going to be on Game Pass. I think every game <laughs> and every property that they just got, like, it's going to have stuff on Game Pass eventually. Yeah. Yeah. They could definitely be making a Smash Brothers type game with all of their characters right now. Yeah. And that would be sick. Yeah. And I think another big point is, um, um, you know, getting Toys for Bob and getting Crash Bandicoot and getting Spyro, that really helps. I mean, they, they've been, yeah. you know, I mean, they got Banjo and they're not doing shit with it. But no, <laughs> but but still, I mean, like, you know, th- that's the kind of the games they've been lacking are those like kind of family adventure type games. And now you've got three huge, you know, well-known characters. Microsoft owns Crash Bandicoot, which yeah. is just crazy because that was PlayStation's big mascot for a long time. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, that's that's going to be ours now. And, and yeah, I, I will say um, Toys for Bob, they did the the um, Spyro trilogy remakes and that that was great. And they they made this new recent Crash game. And I think I've said yeah. like it was just as good as the original ones so like you got to put toys for bob on um banjo like i absolutely they do yeah they, they, i mean and they just said like not too long ago that toys for bob was going to be a call of duty support studio and everybody was like what are you kidding me like that's that's the worst use of toys for bob like activision yeah. must be stopped they're just making everybody work on call of duty all the time yeah and so now hopefully microsoft uh kind of backtracks on that and tells toys for bob like Here's Banjo, just remake one and two or remaster, whatever, or make a third Banjo that's not Banjo Nuts and Bolts and uh, uh, just do that because that would be, I mean, they've proven that they're 
there's not a lot of development studios that can make 3D platformers good. So, and they've proven that they can do it. So if you're going to yeah. make a Banjo game, that's your studio to do it. And that's yeah. always been the question with Banjo is who's going to make it. And now they, they have the right studio. So I hope, hope we see it. Um, yeah. Probably by the time we're 40, it yeah. might come out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so like speaking of that, they, Microsoft now owns Call of Duty, Overwatch, Crash Bandicoot, Warcraft, Guitar Hero, Hearthstone, Candy Crush, Diablo, Spyro, Starcraft, Skylanders, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Geometry Wars. Like those are all the big ones. Then they own there's obviously older stuff like uh like older Activision titles like Pitfall, like things like that, like oh, Pitfall yeah. obviously. Pitfall. <laughs> like they could turn that into some Indiana Jones type game if they yeah. wanted to. There is a ton of IP that they now own. Um but uh but yeah, it's just like there's so many poss- and like with 34 development studios to work on games, like I imagine um they'll still I I can't imagine them being like, "Okay, Raven, who is a Call of Duty developer, you're now doing something else." Like I feel like they're going to keep that train going because that's going to be paying off a lot of this <laughs> a lot of this deal for them like owning call of duty and getting money from that but um uh i, I mean it's, they're going to shift around some of the other stuff and like they could make one of these activision studios make fallout 5 for them or, so that we're not waiting 15 years to get that um, there's just a lot of cool possibilities that opens up with both of these deals with Bethesda and Activision. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. It is wild. Um, there, a lot of people have been saying like Sony could maybe take a look at because they have to do something because they're gonna get left in the dust if they don't <laughs> if they don't do anything. Uh, a lot of people are like they could buy Square Enix and uh, Square Enix makes Final Fantasy. Sony would want Final Fantasy to be a PlayStation exclusive, obviously. Um, there could be something there. Uh, I, I, I guess, you know, we'll wait and see. Um, I think Square Enix would be the obvious choice if Sony were to buy someone. But, you know, we won't know until we know, obviously. Yeah, um, and on the topic of Sony, one big thing was when this happened. Now, this is just what I heard. Let me double check. Yeah, so when it happened... Their stock dropped about twenty bucks. Um, yeah, <laughs> not the, good. The second that um, that acquisition happened, which is pretty crazy. I mean, that's a pretty huge drop. And 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 then I heard that other stu- random studios like like uh, Square Enix and um, I can't think of a few others. Ubisoft, their stock went up because people were assume you know investors were assuming okay maybe one of these is going to get bought by sony or microsoft yeah so all the other companies stocks went up it's just kind of funny yeah that's great and they're like oh we could be next yeah <laughs> oh my god if sony bought ubisoft or something like that that would be just absolutely crazy yeah um but it could happen yeah um another I don't fun- think Nintendo- sorry go ahead i was just gonna say another fun fact that i saw was um that the I'm could be the numbers could be a little bit off, but pretty much the amount that Microsoft paid for um, Activision is a round the same amount that Nintendo is supposed to be valued at. 
So oh my god. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's actually I, I I remember hearing and the it's actually a little less. Like I think Nintendo's valued at something like sixty six or something billion dollars. So it's like they literally just that it's just wild that that's how big of a deal this is. That's so much money. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I think obviously PlayStation Sony's stock taking a hit is definitely why they came out and they were like, oh, when like you have to honor the deal, like you got to put yeah. Call of Duty on Sony on PlayStation. <laughs> like they they didn't want people to panic and like yeah start selling their PlayStations. Um. Uh, but yeah, I think that's that's kind of funny how they immediately just came out and they're like, no, you have to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, otherwise, that might have gone down further. Um, I don't think Nintendo gives a shit about any of this. No. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> they're just like, huh, all right, well, we're yeah. going to keep going with like, like they did acquire that studio. I think that was a timing thing where uh that studio was like hey we'll we'll do it and they've proven that they could make games they did luigi's mansion 3 which was obviously really good and yep. sold a lot so they're like let's not miss out on this opportunity but i don't know if they're actively looking to make big purchases no studios yeah i don't think so either i don't think they really need to i mean the thing is the thing is with a lot of these you know I, you know i'm sure that they are it affects them in a sense i don't they, it's not just completely just a shoulder shrug, but when the studio gets acquired, but like these games, like a Call of Duty or anything like that, they're never going to sell the most on the Switch anyways. The things that right. sell the most on Switch are the first party um, games, and that's what they're really known for. So I just don't think in the, you know, it's not a huge effect to them. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think they just took a look at it and they're like, huh, all right, well. Maybe if we get another Tony Hawk game, it'll be coming from Microsoft yeah. like, <laughs> on their Switch. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, yeah, I think Nintendo's strategy is more uh, based on expanding through like the theme park thing they're doing with Universal, the Mario movie that's coming out. They're really just getting started with all of that type of uh, use of their IP that that's going to grow their company so much like they have the ip microsoft didn't really have they did have a lot but obviously they were looking for more but nintendo i think is pretty happy with their stable of ip and they're like let's just yeah. grow what we have yeah. as much as we possibly can yeah um so I, I actually kind of on that topic a crazy rumor came out today from jeff grubb on grub snacks he said there is a rumor going around about a Mario Musou game coming out for the Switch. And for those that don't know, a Musou game is like Dynasty Warriors, uh, Hyrule Warriors, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. The hack and those, slashers. The hack and slashers with those massive armies facing off against each other where you just kill like literally thousands of enemies per battle. Yeah. So Jason, that... what do you think a Mario Musou game looks like? I don't know, but I'll play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be called something stupid like Mushroom Kingdom Warriors or something like that. I could just picture like Mario like running through just thousands of Goombas and that's the game. It could be fun. I didn't really like, I've never really liked a Musou game except for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. And that's just because I liked 
the Breath of the Wild art style and characters and all of that. So it's pretty funny, though. I can't wait to see it. If it's real, I can't wait to see it. I just want to see thousands of Koopas or Goombas, whatever, all on the same map. That'd be pretty fun. Um, so we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, Banjo-Kazooie is on the Switch online service as of today. Actually, it's not out yet as of the time of this recording, but by the time you hear it, it should be out. Um, that's awesome. Can't wait to get to play Banjo on my Switch. Um, nice. Uh, I just, I just, uh, fired up Paper Mario because I still never played it on the Switch, but I'm going to give that a go. Uh, probably play that and Banjo at the same time until something like Elden Ring comes out. Actually, you know what's nuts is Pokemon Legends Arceus comes out in a week. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, this is like more than a lot of games. I don't know what to think yet. I'm going to need to play it. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Like some trailers, the graphics look like crap. And then some I'm like, oh, that's fine. I mean, it's Pokemon. Like they're never like huge graphical showcases like it's just pokemon so whatever yeah and i know i've said this before i probably on the last podcast but like the actual graphics don't worry me it's just that like everything seems cut it's just like because the the, you know the graphics are kind of half-assed and from like the footage footage i've seen i just have this feeling that it's gonna feel a little half-assed and it's gonna Mm -hmm. feel I'm worried it's gonna feel empty because I've se- like I've watched the trailers multiple times. I watched that whole 13 minute like gameplay thing, and like I don't know, the world just seems kind of empty. Whereas like with Breath of the Wild, it, it yes, in a sense, it was like a very open, very like oh, it didn't seem on the from looking in, from the outside looking in at trailers, it didn't look like maybe there was a ton going on, but man, there was so much to do. Yeah. Everywhere you looked, there was like a cave to explore or a shrine or like a new enemy popped up somewhere. Yeah. And I'm just wor- worried that this is going to be that much of an open world, but not as much going on. Just like Pokemon here and there that you throw your ball at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like probably not a lot of variety in what the, what you can find Yeah. either. Uh, but who so, i mean i'm gonna i don't know i'm still excited for it i'm still excited for it i'm gonna get it um unless like i said unless we see the reviews and they're like bombed but i still probably will get it um yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh nintendo put out a graphic uh they tweeted it out a couple days ago maybe it was yesterday i don't know but it said it was like where did your pokemon journey begin and it just showed all the box art and what year it released for every mainline pokemon game and they did include Legends Arceus at the very end with like red and blue and black and white and Y and X. Interesting. So they do count this as a mainline Pokemon game, which if anybody had any doubts, like it seems like Nintendo is considering this the next mainline Pokemon after Sword and Shield. Nice. Which That's is, yeah, kind of crazy. Um, maybe the first yeah, so we'll, mainline Pokemon we'll, that's only a, a one- like there, there's not like yeah. a Legends Arceus and Legends Blank. Like it's just one title. Yeah. So we'll have to play this, and then maybe our next pod, we'll we'll have to give our first impressions of it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I'm gonna get it. the The only way, the only way I won't get it is if it's like a thirty or like a forty out of a hundred on like Metacritic or something. Yeah. Then I'll just then then I probably won't, but that's about it. If it's anything over like a 
If it's a 60 or higher, I'll get it. If IGN gives it a seven, that means in reality, it's probably a five. And then I might be <laughs> like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like they always yeah. like beef up whatever ratings they give, like yeah. at least a couple points. I don't know. It seems like they're afraid to be harsh on people. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll wait. I don't know when the review embargo goes up for Legends Arceus, but it's got to be at least, I think, two days before it comes out. So maybe next Tuesday or Wednesday we'll start. Here. Um, okay, then we also got Kirby and the Forgotten Land has a March 25th release date for the Switch. I, I'm in the exact same boat with this as I am with Legends Arceus and that, I don't know, the first trailer I thought looked cool and like mysterious and interesting. The trailer they just put out last week or whatever that was, I thought looked like hot garbage. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I could go either way. It could be fun. I do like that it has co-op. Um, so that is more enticing to get, but. From what I saw, I thought it was just Mario 3D World with different, you know, but Kirby. So, like, it's a 3D game, but there's levels. So, like, you just go, you, you like, beat a level, and then you go to the next one. That's what I thought, but I don't know. There are definitely more open areas for, that people have pointed out in different YouTube videos. Um, there are definitely some areas where it's not just go this direction. Okay. So, Nintendo's got Arceus coming out in a week. We have... Kirby, Forgotten Land, end of March. And then we have allegedly Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp in early April. There is a little bit of a gap in February and early March. There uh, were some rumors. I think it was Nate the Hate um, podcast. I think they said, I think it was them, who said there's a rumor of a sequel to a casual game from Nintendo coming out this spring. Um. I can't so, even think of what that would be other than one, two, switch two. Like, yeah. I don't know what this would be. It, yeah. It started out. Remember it started with Emily Rogers said something about oh, a, okay. a, a casual IP. She, she said, tweeted something like, I'm interested to see what people are going to think of this casual IP that probably won't entice a lot of new buyers. And then okay. Nate said something, and then Nate said something on his podcast about that as well. So that kind of okay. confirms it. So yeah, I don't know. I, that's what I thought. It's like, you know, one, two, switch, two, or I don't know. I don't like, I don't know what else. <laughs> Nintendogs, two. Yeah, like, I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, it sounds like it's nothing to get too hyped about. <laughs> yeah. Just something that they were going to put out. Um, yeah. But yeah, there is nothing in that February or early March. Early or middle March, really. Well, early uh, March. Early March is Triangle Strategy, which I'm hyped for. Oh, okay, that makes sense then. Okay, yeah, I completely that, forgot about that. That's March fourth. Okay, cool. Wow. So we're gonna get that game and Advance Wars, and within like a month of each other. That's yeah, I know, I know. And then on that <laughs> on that on that same Nate podcast, they talked about how there's gonna be a new Fire Emblem in the summer. Um, oh, okay. or he's he's expecting it. So it's like, man, there's a lot of tactics games. Yeah, big strategy year for yeah. Nintendo. Mm -hmm. um, okay, in very special news, I heard this today. Microids, a developer who makes Switch games uh, like Gear Club Unlimited uh, and some other stuff I can't remember right now. Siberia, I think, that series. They have inked a deal with Viacom CBS to develop three new video games based on Garfield the cat. So that's nice. pretty huge news. We're going to get three Garfield <laughs> games. Uh, uh, I think Garfield just popped up 
in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, if I'm not mistaken. So really big year for Garfield the Cat. So something to look forward to there. And it sounds like a movie is being made with Chris Pratt again. With Chris Pratt, yeah. no, oh. no, no joke that he is also he is also going yeah. to be voicing Mario and Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is the world we live in now. Yeah, Chris Pratt does every animated yeah. character. It's Chris. It's Chris. It's Chris. Chris Pratt's world. We're just living in it. Oh my god. Um. All right. Anything else? Are, what are you playing? Anything fun? Uh, I just beat golf story, uh, today. Um, yeah, I had, I had right when it came out, I had bought it and I play, I probably, I, now that I beat it, I was, I realized where I ended. I probably ended last. I probably stopped playing like an hour and a half before the end of the game. Wow. (laughs) But, but, but like, I remember I kind of dropped it. Something must've came out. I dropped it. You know, this was years ago. And anytime I went back to play it, I was like, I don't know where I am or what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> and so then I was just like, ah, whatever. I'll, sometime I'll play it again. And so I picked it back up um, about a week ago, and I did, in fact, play it again. And I just finished it today. So I just beat Golf Stories. Nice. Um, same. I did the same thing right before this with uh, Spirit Fair. That was another game that I had played a lot of. But whenever I got back to it, I didn't know where I was. So I started that over about at the be- towards the beginning of January. Crush that one too. It's a great game. Awesome. Yeah, I've started Spirit Fair, but didn't get very far into it. Um, but I did like what I played. Yeah, it's a uh, weird. It's a weird game. It's like yeah, I, I played it, and I like, I played it how I would play like a, you know, like a Zelda game where it's like I just any chance I got, I went back and played it, and that's definitely not the way to play that game. It's like meant to it's like meant to be you play it for, you know, an hour here and then you play it again and out for an hour a week later. And like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's not like a and that's how this past time I played it. I was just like hacking it all day. And by the end (laughs) and by the end, I was kind of like, all right, we got to get to the end of this game. I'm kind of over it. But (laughs) but it's Uh, it's a good game. Nice. Uh, So I've been playing Halo Infinite multiplayer still pretty much with all of my free time. That just is what I play. Uh, I also have been playing Hitman 3. Finally nice. got that and really like it. Um, kind of bummed that I didn't play the Hitman series really at all before this, but now I have three. And actually, I think that is hitting Game Pass today or tomorrow. Uh, so if you haven't played any of the Hitman games, they're all going to be on Game Pass by the time you can hear this, and I highly recommend Hitman 3. It is a lot of fun. Um, and I've been playing, or I just started, like I said earlier, uh, Paper Mario on the Switch, so I'm going to get that going. Nice. And hopefully Banjo-Kazooie as well, if that ever comes out. Um, so yeah, Halo, Hitman, Paper Mario, Banjo. <laughs> good good rounded, rounded out lineup. Nice. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Not that I can think of. Um, yeah, I'm gonna probably pop in banjo as soon as it, as soon as it's out. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter at GM Games Podcast or email us at Good Morning Games Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, send us a question or a message, whatever, whatever you want to say anything at all uh feel free to reach out um but thank you for listening yeah thank you and we will see you later 
Ja. 